I had a great uh, trip. Uh, was out in California with my brother. We had a good time. He told everybody, tell me, tell everybody hi, and that he's working to get better, and he can't wait to come see you guys. So he's he's working really hard. He's he's getting stronger. His voice is a lot better. Because uh, you got he, remember, he's got to learn everything all over again. So he's talking, you know, a lot more animated and a lot better. And, uh, getting around, he's still, you know, got to build up some strength. He's uh, still skinny. I'm like, there is skinny, you know. But he's, uh, you know, because he can't consume all the calories he normally would. So he's trying to work on that. And uh, But he's doing good. He's doing all right. My family, my mom's okay. My sister-in-law's okay. So I thank God that uh, we were able to go hang out with them. So pray for me because tomorrow I'll jump right back on the plane. And uh, me and Julian, we go to Iowa. And I got to, we're going to go to the fair. But then I got to preach, you know, so, but I'll be back next Sunday, so I'll be here. So pray for my travels, because uh, I'm sick of being on planes, but pray for me. Everybody say amen. Amen. All right, now I was thinking about something, so I really didn't have a message, but I, I just like reading the Bible. So uh, uh, Luke chapter 24, we'll start at verse 1. If, if, if the resurrection... Uh, gets debunked or wasn't real, then Christianity isn't real. The resurrection is so important uh, on, the, on, the, on, the, on, the, uh, on the proving Christianity thing. And so think about it. When someone, to think of someone who can be raised from the dead is an impossible thought, right? It's just, I mean, it's just something that you can't really fathom. That somebody who's, once you're dead, you're dead. But here is Christ who, who died and then he resurrected. So here it is, they, uh, he went to court, they uh, found him you know, somewhat guilty, they, they stripped him, they beat him, they put crown on his head, they auctioned off his clothes, they, they, they punched him, they, they spit on him. Uh, on, the ra- on the way to the, to, to the Calvary, he couldn't make it, they got somebody else to carry his, his cross up there and, and then they nailed him, and then they dropped him, and then he said, it was a long ordeal. It was, it, was, it was pretty much all day. And so people, a lot of people saw it, and a lot of his believers saw it. You know, a lot of people who, who were his disciples, they, they saw this thing. So then they put him, uh, he, he gave up the ghost, and they took, took him and put him in the tomb, and they put a big stone in front of it. And then Sunday morning, everything changed and so we're going to pick it up here and now hopefully I can show you something when we're done. Auntie where are we? On the first day of the week very early in the morning. That's Sunday morning come on. The women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. So here it is this group of women Mary Magdalene all these women they were there and they grabbed up their spices and they headed down to the tomb where they put Jesus and in the book of Mark it says that they wondered how they were going to move the stone because remember the stone got put in front of there they couldn't they wouldn't be able to move it. It took a bunch of men to be able to move it. So they were kind of concerned about the stone. So they just grabbed all the spices and stuff, headed out to, to go to begin to prepare Jesus' body because it wasn't done properly, they, they didn't think, uh, uh, when they buried him. So they get to the tomb, and then something happened on to go. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. So they didn't have to worry about the stone because it was already rolled away. Come on. 
But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. But when they walked in there, Jesus' body was not there. So I know their first thought had to be, where did he go? Who took his body? It couldn't have been he got up, but even though he has been telling them that he was going to get up. You know, the whole time, Jesus was trying to prepare everybody for his death. And then when his death came, they were all still surprised. So here it is. He, he's... He's, he's entering, they enter into the tomb. Jesus, his body isn't there. Come on. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. So then they were talking about it and they were like, somebody stole the body. Somebody broke in here. Well, they could not have been thinking that he resurrected. Even though he told them he would. So he, they're like, where is he at? Where, and then these two men come appear out of nowhere and they, and they got these gleaming clothes on they're blinged all out right mm -hmm. and, they're, and they're standing there and they the women are c discussing this thing they look up and see these two guys standing there and they don't look normal mm -hmm. all right next verse in their fright the women bowed down their faces to the ground but the men said to them why do you look for the living among the dead why are you looking for alive people in a cemetery now i'm going to say something and don't be offended that's why i don't go to cemeteries my grandparents are in one. My brother, my half-brother is in one. I got cousins at the cemetery. All right. We, I got family. My father's there. I mean, I got people at the cemetery, but I don't go. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you shouldn't go and don't care for the plot or all that. I'm just saying I don't go because they're not there. Amen. Their body is there or what's left. I don't know. But, the, but to be absent from the body is what? To be present with the Lord. To be present with the Lord. So I, I like how people pull up chairs and they sit at the cemetery and they go, I'm talking to my mom. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to debunk that. You can talk to your mom at home, but they're not there. Amen. So, Keaton and I, no, they said that. Why are you looking for living people amongst the dead? They're not there. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying don't care for the plot. I'm not. I, my my, my father-in-law is buried right over there. And every time I drive past there, I always think about him. Me and him got along really great. He was a good man. And, and I'm, not saying, I'm not saying cemeteries are off limit and you shouldn't go. So you got to be careful what you say. But what I am saying, they're not there. Hallelujah, somebody. That's the word. The angel said it. <laughs> Come on, auntie. He is not here. He has risen. He's not here. He's out of here. Remember, he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. He told you he would rest. Why are you looking for him here? He told you they were going to take him, kill him, crucify him. He was going to resurrect and he was going to be back alive. He told you that. Now, Christianity is all built on that premise. Mm-hmm of Christ being the son of God who came to pay the, the toll for sin in the world. And so then he, but because he was God and, and he can defeat sin and not only that defeat death, he can resurrect, he can get back on his feet again, even though they killed him. Mm -hmm. He told them this over and over again, but yet and still it didn't sink in because it doesn't make sense. I'm not bad-mouthing them or the disciples and all that because I, I kind of wonder myself if I was walking with Jesus and hearing, and he kept saying he was going to die, but don't worry, I'm going to be alive again. 
I, I, I would probably, I can't even get it out. <laughs> I might doubt a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, what do you mean you're going to come back alive? I mean, what, first of all, what do you mean you came to die? What do you, you know, what do you mean, what do you mean, what do you mean? And I know they, were, they kept asking him what did he meant, what he meant. But it's like, think about it. He says, I'm going to die, and then I'm going to die for the penalty of sin because man ate of the tree, and sin has entered into the world, and no, lambs and goats and sheep and all that stuff won't suffice. So we got to end this thing by me having to pay the price because blood has been declared. And so now I'm going to clear this thing up with my blood, but don't worry. They're going to kill me, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on my feet again. Yes. Okay. I know I've seen you do miracles. I've seen you feed a lot of people with fish. I've seen you heal blinded people. I've seen people with leprosy. They don't no longer have leprosy. You say words that spark all kind of lively things inside my spirit, but that's a, that's a tough one. I always tell people who don't go to church, who don't really believe in God, well, you, you, you do celebrate Christmas and you do celebrate Easter. But I, I know you celebrate Santa Claus and Easter month. But really, it's about the death and the birth of Christ. And, and it's like, man, OK, so think about it. You believe that Jesus was born of a virgin and you believe that he resurrected on the third day. And people go. The resurrection is everything to Christianity. If the resurrection didn't happen, then there is no Christianity. Right, right, right. All right. Auntie, come on. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. It says that he must be. He told you he had to get handed over. He had to be crucified, and he had to be raised on the third day. So why are you here looking for him? Well, you know he told you he wouldn't be here. It's, it, you know, I know you believe, because, and I know you loved him because you're here, but it's like, they, but th think about it. Think about it. Think about it. They saw what happened to him. They, they whipped Jesus with whips with razors in it. They punched him. They spit on him. They probably knocked him down a few times. And so he's in bad shape. And then on the road, everybody ridiculed him. And you know, here he is struggling along for our benefit now. And all that time, I could see the heavenly host bulging at the gates to go save them. And God's like, no, Amen. don't save them. That's my will. He's saving the world because now all the sin of the world is on his shoulders. He's got to pay. Jesus. And I can see him not roping him, but nailing him. And then when they pick the cross up, you got to drop it in a hole. So I know when they dropped it, all the weight came down. Mm. Crucifixion, you actually died of suffocation because you can't breathe because your rib cage is, is so spanning, you can't get air in there. So you actually die because you suffocate. And he's hanging there and he's going, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So, so these people saw all that. You have to believe your eyes. Mm -hmm. Even though Jesus is going, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to resurrect. They're going to hand me over. They're going to crucify me. It's going to be brutal. 
Trust me, it's going to be bad. I'm going to shed a lot of blood. and all, But on the third day, I'm going to resurrect. And they don't hear the third day part. And, and, and it's like because I saw it, I saw what they did to him. I was, I was think, standing there thinking, there's no good that will come from this. No good at all. What can come from this? Here it is, this guy who just tried to help everybody. He just, you know. But he's saying, didn't the angel are going, didn't he tell you he was going to be delivered? Didn't he tell you he was going to die for sin? He was going to be crucified and he would be raised again? Didn't he tell you that? Why are you here? I'm surprised you're here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Verse 8, auntie says what? Then they remembered his word. Then they remembered. Oh, that's right. He did say that. Did you remember him saying that? Yes, I remember now. And then they took off running. They ran back to the disciples and they told the disciples that, hey, we went to the tomb. He's not there. And then the disciples, the Bible said they didn't believe him. And then Peter jumps up and John jumps up and they run to the tomb. John beats Peter there because he's younger and faster. And then Peter gets there and then Peter walks in the tomb and he's not there. I don't know if they ran because they believed or they didn't believe and they needed to see it. So then they, 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 he's not there. So then go down to verse 13, auntie, auntie, and we'll take our trip on the road. Now that same day, two of the men were going to a village called Emmaus. These are two disciples headed to Emmaus, right? Two of Jesus' disciples. Jesus had a lot of disciples, not just 11. Everybody say amen now. And here it is. These two guys have been following him for a long time, too. And they saw what just occurred a couple of days ago. Come on, Auntie. About seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. And they were discussing. That word talking there in the Greek means they were, they were actually kind of bickering about it. They were debating about it very fiercely. They, were, they didn't agree. They were, and they were both trying to figure out what just happened. And one is going, well, I don't know what happened. I think this happened. The other one's going, I don't believe that. This is what went on. And they're having this kind of argument walking down the road. And then something <laughs> kind of, it's funny to me. Something happens. Come on, Auntie. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked so along with them. So can you imagine these two dudes walking down the road talking about the death of Jesus, and then Jesus shows up? <laughs> and so they're talking and they're debating. Jesus walks up on the side of them and really calm. He's probably got like a hood on or something like that. Or, you know how, what they wore back then. And Jesus is walking with them and he says what? But they were kept from recognizing him. And, and, and that was a good one, Auntie. They didn't even, they, they glanced at him, but they didn't even recognize him. And the Bible says that they were kept from re recognizing him, or it was covered over their eyes that they couldn't see him. I think God purposely did that. Jesus perposely did that because he, he wanted them to get their faith Amen. by what they heard, by the word, not by seeing him. Yes, yes. All right, all right. So here it is. They kept from recognizing him. Next verse. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? So Jesus is going, what well, you got to talk about me? <laughs> <laughs> so they're walking along and Jesus goes, hey, what are you guys talking about? And you guys are in deep conversation. See, a normal conversation, he probably wouldn't have got involved. When you just see two guys walking down the road talking. You ain't going to say, hey, what are you guys talking about? But you see two guys kind of bickering and arguing. You might go, hey, man, what's going on? All right. So it says, man, what are you guys discussing? Come on. 
They still still their faces downcast. Uh, One of them named Cleophas asked him. He says, where have you been, dude? <laughs> You've got to be the only person in Jerusalem who don't know what just happened. <laughs> Everybody saw what happened. You, you telling me you don't understand what we're discussing right now? And Jesus is standing there. I'm Jesus. And he's standing there. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? We're talking about Jesus. Oh. <laughs> we're talking about everything that just happened because I saw it with my own eyes. And I, I saw what they did to him. Can you picture what they did to him? And imagine you seeing that. You thinking there's no way he comes from that. No way that he survives that. Well, he wasn't supposed to survive. He was going to die. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But the resurrection part, uh, just resurrect. He's going to be walking again. I mean, he's going to, how can, once you're dead, you're dead. All right. I'll take him on. What things he asked about Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. Huh? He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. See, here's the problem. He's like, what are you guys talking about? What? I know. I, 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 fill me in. I wasn't there. What are you talking about? And they go to talking about Jesus of Nazareth, this great prophet, not the son of God who promised he would resurrect. Mm -hmm. But this great prophet from God, and he was powerful in his words and his deeds. And see, see, they were caught up in what Jesus was doing. But they weren't necessarily listening to what Jesus was saying. Right, right. And they still at this point don't recognize him as being the son of God. Wow. So therefore, they can't picture the resurrection because he's just this prophet and Isaiah died and Jeremiah died and you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Elijah died and mm -hmm. they didn't come back. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Daniel died. He didn't come back. So, he's, so they're thinking he's a, he was just another prophet who bit it and he was powerful. But and we're sad because we know he came from God. But man, they never. Here's the son of God standing there talking to people who are talking about him and they still don't know who he is. They're telling Jesus about Jesus. I'll take him on. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and yep. they crucified him. Yeah. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. Well, see, we hoped he was the one that was going to fix the problem in Israel. We, we hoped he was. He, he said he was, but we hoped he was going to free us. See... I'm telling you, these people were probably present when he broke bread. See, remember, Jesus had 70-something other disciples. It wasn't like he just had 11. He had multiple disciples, and, I'm, and, he, and he, they walked with them, and they saw what he was doing. And, and man, here's these two guys who have been knowing him for a while now, and they've been following him and following his way and believing what he's saying. But yet still, they don't even recognize he's standing right in front of them. And then they're going, man, I thought he would fix my earthly problem. And I'm saying that's why most people come to God. Mm -hmm. I just want him to fix my earthly problem. Not necessarily my eternal problem. Mm -hmm.
I spent a lot of time on the phone talking. I got a whole nother congregation. I want you guys to know that. A whole nother one. And, 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 and like Chris comes up here and says, pray for me. They, 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 they think that the station is their church. And I'm like, the station's not your church now. You need to go find a church. But you know what people say? It's hard to find one. All, all the churches around. I, I, I've been across this country and there's billions of churches. So many. I've seen churches that share the same parking lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like people go, it's hard to find a church. So hard. I, I, and then some people go to church, but they're so not comfortable that they, they're more comfortable calling in to some station, calling into a pastor who won't. And they're like, well, we, I can tell you because I can't tell my church. Why can't you tell your church? Well, because they're talking. Then why do you go there? It's hard to find a church. I'm in California and I'm at, this church, at the church that my family's tied to. And it's huge. It's got thousands of people. And, and I'm walking through and people are recognizing, hey, oh, Pastor Keenan. And then, you know, but, but, and I'm going through and I'm trying to get to the bathroom. And, and, and then, but I'm noticing something. I'm noticing something. There's a lot, because I'm a noticer. I grew mm-hmm. up in the hood. You got to watch this. It's going on around, you know. <laughs> And I'm noticing people standing off to the side by themselves. Nobody's saying nothing to them. You know, I'm noticing the little piles of clicks of people that are gathered together at the coffee shop, because they got the coffee shop in there. And I'm not slamming the church. The pastor's actually a friend of mine, but I call it like I see it. And I'm like, and later on I went, man, you know what? This church is kind of cold. I mean, because if I was a guy just off the street and they didn't know who I was, I, you know, nobody really, I, I've seen people stand over in corners and nobody say a word to them. Nobody approaches them. You know, and some people like that. You can go into a bigger church and you can kind of hide, you know. But I'm thinking, man, I'm thinking it, church is about love, man. It's about a group of people who can come together all different and they under one God and then they begin to become family. And, and I know, I'm like, I know it's big. It's a lot of people and I'm, I'm giving an excuse for that, but it's like, I see too many people wandering through by themselves. Nobody's saying nothing to them, except the greeters. And they're trained to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find a church. Most people look for churches that, I don't even know where I'm going here, but I'll go. Most people look for churches because, you know, they agree with what I agree. I don't, listen, don't agree. I don't, don't come in here agreeing because your stuff might be wrong and I'm trying to help you out. So I'm saying, so I'm going to say some stuff that might dirty your Nikes up a little bit, but I never take you out of this. Right, right. Amen. Amen. It's hard to find a church, guys. So, so here are these guys who have been in the church of Christ. They've been following him around and they and they still don't get it, but I, I'm not mad at them because they saw it with their own eyes. But, the time, but when Jesus was telling them this was going to happen, they just kind of went, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Or what is he talking about? Because that's not possible. They're not saying it out loud, but that's... Remember when Peter said, Jesus says, no, they're going to come get me. Peter's like, no, they're not. Peter even cut the guy's ear off, right? Yes, it's did. not possible. Jesus is going, didn't I tell you they were going to come get me? 
Auntie, come on. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but they didn't find his body. So this, this gives us maybe an insight on what they were debating about. Because they were at the meeting when the women came back and said, he's not there. And then they were going, you know, the women came back and they amazed us. They said something amazing. They said that he wasn't there. I bet that's what they were bickering about. One was probably like, they said he wasn't there. We should have went. And saw. The other one's like, oh, I don't believe that. And let me tell you something. Know why the Bible has to be true? I thought about this. Because it uses women as witnesses. Why is that important? Because women, you guys are listening so quiet. <laughs> because women weren't looked at really as equals to men back then. Right. So if I was writing a story, I wouldn't say that women had the truth back then. Right. It would have more validity if they would have said men saw this. But they said no, the women saw him, which means that it had to happen that way or they wouldn't have wrote that if it was just a story. Right, right, right. If they just wanted people to believe it without eyewitnesses, they would have never said that women saw them. Because you got to remember, back then, in the culture that was, women weren't viewed equal to men. There right. were, women didn't even have say in, in political matters or anything. So why would I use a woman to say it? If I wanted to really prove it, I would have said a man said it. Right, right, right. Know why he did that? Because that's how it happened. Amen. And I love how it gives names. Cleopas saw it. Mary saw it. You know what it's saying? Go ask them. Right, right. Go right. ask the people who knew them. Go ask the people who were there. See, see, the Bible has to be true because it says, I'm giving you names and witnesses and times and dates. Yes, yes. And I know what women said they saw that. And if I'm writing a, a fictional book or if I'm writing a, a, a story, I'm, I would have never used women back then. Right. Because it would have lessened my point. You, you get what I'm saying? Amen. Auntie, come on. They came and told us what they had seen, a vision of angels who said he was alive. Yep. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. They found it just like the lady said, but Jesus wasn't there. See this, it has to, see what they're saying? It was just like the women said it would be. Women, we don't even let women talk in church. Right. No, it really happened, the women saw him. So the other disciples picked up, ran, and they didn't see him either. So that's gotta be what they were arguing about. Auntie, come on. He said to them, how foolish you are. You're so silly. Slow, slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Don't you know that it has been prophesied in, 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 in the Pentateuch that this thing was going to happen to me? Prophets have been saying this for the longest, that this was going to happen to Jesus. Here's Jesus going, that was going to happen to Jesus. Why are you guys so surprised that that happened to Jesus? But he's Jesus. <laughs> He's saying, man, you guys are just so silly. You guys just, did, didn't you say, the, didn't you remember the prophets? Because you guys are Jewish. The, you've, been in, you've, been in, you've been in synagogue all your life. 
the prophets had said I would come, they said I would die, they said I would resurrect. You guys are, you guys are missing it. How foolish you are, how slow to believe what the prophet said. Man, you guys are arguing about that. Next verse, Auntie. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and enter his glory? Didn't Jesus have to, Jesus telling them about Jesus. Didn't Jesus have to suffer these things? You guys don't remember? You guys been in church since you were a kid. They've been talking about this forever. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes. Come on. And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. So he says, beginning with Moses, he walked through all the prophets and he, while they were walking and he was explaining to them, here's Jesus telling them about Jesus, but he doesn't, they don't know he's Jesus. It's amazing. Yes, it is. Auntie, come on. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther. So this says, they got to the village, and Jesus was like, okay, see you guys later. And then they said, wait a minute, hold on, we're not done. They begged them to stay. Next verse. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. Mm -hmm. So he went in to stay with them. Yeah, so here it is. The Bible says that he was acting like he was going to keep going, but actually he knew. Everybody say amen. Amen. They was going to stay with them. And then they said, no, don't leave yet because you're, you're, you're sparking our interest. Can you, can you need to stay? It's getting dark anyway. You don't want to be on the road at night. So Jesus goes in and auntie go. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. And then they went, wait a minute. <laughs> I remember that. Maybe they saw... The scars on him from when they nailed him. But all of a sudden, when he started, the, he took bread and he gave thanks. He, he, he broke the bread and he gave it. That means they were probably there Amen. during the last supper. See, see people, go, people think that it was maybe just the 12. I think it was more than that. Because these guys, when they saw that, they went, oh, hold on, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. this, this looks really familiar. <laughs> Just then, Auntie, the men were allowed to recognize him. Yeah. Then their eyes were open, and they recognized him. And, and then he, he disappeared. Yes. That's spooky. <laughs> Jesus, why are you being spooky? <laughs> he could have just walked out, but he just poof. I'm not going to lie. That would have totally freaked me out. I wouldn't have been like, oh, Jesus, none of that. I'd be like, what the? <laughs> he was just standing right. He was sitting right here handing me bread. And now he's gone. And, it, and, it, and it's like, poof, he's gone. Jesus is showing us something. That when we get new bodies, we're going to be so different. See, think about it. When you, see, we're going to get new bodies, and they're not going to be subject to death, disease. Hallelujah. Somebody. Thank you, Lord. Thank I know some Lord. of you are hoping, well, I hope I'm a little lifted. And... <laughs> hey, Jesus, when you get my new body, I, I want to get a stick pack. You know what I mean? I know, I know you guys are thinking that. <laughs> I don't want this one. Well, give, me, give me one different from this one. Yeah. <laughs> But Jesus, he comes back and he, they recognize him. He disappears from their sight. That's amazing. 
poofy vanishes. I'm almost done. Auntie, go. Then they asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and yeah. opened the scriptures to us? Mm -hmm. So think about it. They're going, man, he just left. He just vanished. But man, how exciting it was when he explained the true meaning of the scriptures. How, man, the, the Bible is so amazing. Yes, Scripture is. is so alive. It, it, just, it, it just pulls you out. It just enlightens you. It just... It, I love the Bible. I just like, I just read it, you know, and, it, and I just go through it. And I'm always flipping through something. I'm always looking at something. It's because the scripture is so, it's so much life in there. He's go, they're going, man, see, we were, they were down and they were debating, but now they're going, man, it's so exciting the way he explained that. That's why it's hard to find a church. You can find them that sing to you really well. Oh, the, the, the music at last Sunday was amazing. I mean, the, the lights were flashing with what they were saying, and the band was one of the best bands you can get. And the, oh, it was beautiful. I was, I was like, that's pretty good. Screen is amazing. But I don't never recall where Jesus sung to anything. He always used the word. And, and I'm not saying that music isn't important to your life and your spiritual walk. But what I am saying is, man, when push comes to shove, you got to know the word. Got to. Got to. All right, I'll tell my mom what's through. Drop down to 36. While they were still Wait, wait, wait. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Okay, now, here's what happened, Auntie. I'm going to give them the story, and then we'll push forward. Okay. They went back to Jerusalem after the encounter with Jesus, and they found the disciples, and they walked back into where all the disciples were, and then they began to discuss, hey, man, we ran into Jesus while we were talking about Jesus. And then he came, and he stayed with us, and then he, poof, disappeared, but I'm telling you, he's alive. So he go, they go back to say, we got to go back and tell the rest of them. So they go back. They don't go to a mess. They go back to Jerusalem and they begin to have this discussion. And then they walked in where the other followers were. They told the story. And Jesus came and stood in the middle of them and said, hey, how you guys doing? What's up? And the reason why he said peace is because verse 37. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. Because I would have too. And so we, we, we got a badger of now, like, oh, they should have known that was Jesus. They should. No, think about it. You sitting there talking and then, bam, Jesus. <laughs> I would have hit Jesus probably. That's why I don't go through haunted houses. I mean, I, I would have, you would have to tie my hands because my reaction is to swing. So Jesus would have been, poop, Jesus, I'm sorry, I knocked you out. Well, somebody get ice for Jesus. You just don't do that. You can't just pop up on me like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus comes in and he startles them all and Jesus said, hey, 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 it's just me. Just you? We saw what they did to you. You were dead. This is, this is a ghost. Auntie, come on. He said to them, why are you troubled and why do doubt rise in your mind? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I, it's myself. It's really me. Go ahead, touch me. He says, listen, if I was a ghost, I wouldn't have no body like this. You wouldn't be able to touch me. Yes. See, Jesus has to come back because they, they're like, no, he's dead. 
And Jesus is like, I told you I was going to resurrect, but I, I, I got to stop my daily duties to come back and prove to you. Here, look at me. It's me. It's me. Touch me. Look, this is where they stuck me at. Right here. You saw that. You were there. Hallelujah. Yes. Why are you doubting what you see? Yes. Next verse. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. Mm -hmm. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, do you have anything here to eat? And they're like still not believing, even though there's, he's right there to touching them. And he's like showing them his feet and he's like water, like, whoa, but I just can't fathom this. I was there, Jesus. You were so dead and people don't come back from the dead. And then Jesus goes, man, okay, okay. You got something to eat? <laughs> See, see, I don't think Jesus was necessarily hungry. He was trying to show them, hey, it's me. So Jesus just goes, you got, okay. You got something to eat? Mm -hmm. Let's eat. All right, take them on. <laughs> they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their hey, he, He's like, okay, see this? Okay, you see this fish? You see it? Mm. <laughs> Need a little salt. <laughs> he ate the fish why he was trying to get them to see I'm really here ghosts don't eat alright almost mm -hmm. done come on he said to them this is what I told you while I was still with you everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses the prophets and the Psalms we had to fulfill scripture it's been told that I was gonna come and I was gonna step on his head but he was gonna bruise my heel mm -hmm. in the book of Genesis we told you that I was coming and then I was going to be the penalty for your sin I told you these things, but I told you also that I will not stay dead. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. Verse 35, or, I mean 45, aren't you go? Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. Mm -hmm. He told them, this is what is written. Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. Uh -huh. And repentance for forgiveness of sins he will said, be preached in the name of Jesus. guys, let me, let me help you. Let me open this thing up for you. Let me, let me help you see it. That, that, I'm asking that the Lord helps us see it. How do you get to heaven? Well, most people are going to say, I, I had a conversation with somebody the other day about this, and they know what they said. Well, because, you know, I, I really try to be a good person. <laughs> Wrong answer. Amen. If you don't know how to start a conversation about God with somebody who doesn't know God, just ask them a simple question. Well, okay, well, how do you get to heaven? Majority of them are going to say, because the police aren't looking for me. Because I marry, I have children, I raise my children. Because I don't, you know, I lie a little, but you know, but basically I try to be an okay person. I mean, I, well, I do give to UNICEF every once in a while. Or, I, or, I, or some may say because I go to church. Mm -hmm. And then I always hit them in the face with, you're wrong. See, because that's what we believe. We've been taught that from a child, that, well, you better be good. You better do good. 
And then it's like, well, how do you get there? What do you mean? Heaven is for good people. No, it isn't. Heaven is for scrubs like me. (laughs) Heaven is for people who raised up crazy like I did, with thoughts like I did, who didn't care about anybody. Heaven is for people who who struggle with love a whole lot. And they look at you like, what are you talking? Because you know what? Do you believe in Christmas? Yes. What was Christmas about? It was about Jesus. You're not going to stump me. And I go, okay, good answer. Why did he come? Well, he was the son of God, right? Yes. So why did he die? If you can earn heaven on your own. But you believe in Easter, right? Well, yeah, Easter eggs and jelly beans. Okay, what was Easter really about? Oh, the resurrection. Gotcha. You're right. So what was that all about? So you got to go back to the garden. When man fell, God himself said, I need blood. If you eat of this, surely you will die. But because I'm God and I love you so much, I'll do it. I'll die instead. Oh, I'll do it. So now I got my son here who's been at the right hand forever. He was there at the beginning. Okay, you're going to have to do die. And Jesus just goes, okay. And boy, wait a minute. We got to find a virgin girl. I'm going to be your father. She'll be your earthly mother. Hey, marry you in. Mary goes, I'm in. Jesus comes down. Jesus is born in a manger, not in a palace. Has to talk to his stepfather and say, no, you, you, you good with this? Then Jesus goes on this journey for 33 years and he gets these disciples and they're going to change the world. And he did that so we don't have to be good. but so we can be atoned for. And then we try to be good. Because we all fail at being good. So if you don't know how to talk about Jesus, that's how you start. So your friends who who come to do karate with you, but they don't come to church, that's how you talk about Jesus. That's how you get it. Your co-worker who just doubts it, I don't believe in all that stuff. That's how you start to talk about it. Because the majority of them don't believe they're going to hell, but they don't know how to get to heaven. That was a side bit. That was free. (laughs) We'll be back on the clock right now. Auntie, come on. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations. All nations. Listen, he's going, listen, you saw these things happen to me. You must go tell all the people to change their lives and come to God, which will bring forgiveness to them. You must start in Jerusalem, meaning this, start where you live. Yes, yes, yes. Stop letting everybody you care about stay on the road to hell. How do you do it? Well, the resurrection, man. Jesus is the only one who proclaimed to know God or was God that ever got up from the grave. Confucius, black. Elijah Muhammad, <laughs> Buddha, where is he? Jesus is the only one who claimed to just know the way to God or be God. Is the only one who got up. The resurrection is so important. He's the only one who got up from the grave. He's the only one who's not dead now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we don't see him, though. Well, 
scripture says back at the right hand, but aren't you read me a little further? You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. He says, but I'm going to go to the right hand, but I'm going to send one who's just like me. And he's going to dwell with you and in you. A proof that who I am. And not only that, he will give you the power to begin to be witnesses for me. See, the disciples really didn't do much witnessing until the power came upon them. And then once the Holy Spirit came, that's what we're talking about. Then Peter gave a sermon and then all these people came to Christ. Carjacking is up 43%. I saw this morning. Government is dysfunctional. Doesn't even work, really. The hearts of the people are getting colder. You, you see stuff now that happens, and you don't even flinch anymore. Well, back in the day, you would be like, that's horrible. Now it's just normal. This guy just runs into a crowd of people, then goes kill a girl later. It's just normal. Watching the news is tough. Yes, it is. You know why? Because it's so normal. The hell that goes on out on the street is so normal now. I, I, I say this carefully because I don't want people to think I, I hate these people because I really don't. But you can't go to the movies anymore without seeing same-sex stuff. You can't even... Right. I'm talking about kid movies. Mm-hmm. And it's normal. I'm telling the church is going to be offensive real soon. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're probably going to try to say what we can and cannot say. Mm-hmm. How much time do you think this world has? Let's see. Wars and rumors of wars. Check. Weather out of control. Check. Famines and uh, pestilence and disease out of nowhere. Check. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go on a list of what, when, when Christ will come back, what has to happen. We're pretty much there. But most people are saying, Lord, fix my earthly life. And I'm going, okay, but what about your eternal life? Because, man, what do you get, 70-something years? Maybe make the 80, 85, 90, maybe? That's it. But, man, eternity is a whole nother party. Mm-hmm. And you think you're going to heaven because you only cuss a little bit. Come on up. It's all about him being born of a virgin, being put to death for the penalty of sin, and him being resurrected. The born part, I can get with. Okay, I didn't know. Virgin, that's tough, but okay. The death part, yeah, that's, that's easy. They killed him. That's, that's really easy. The resurrection part is a little more difficult. Man, resurrection. I mean, once you're dead, you're kind of dead. And Jesus has to go back to people who've been with them for a while and tell them, do you remember what scriptures say? That I was going to be 
the punishment for sin. I was going to cover your sin. They had to hand me over, but I told you I was going to get back up. So why are you at the tomb? Why are you sitting here all gloomy? And he came back to talk to them so we will have witnesses. Because it's hard to believe. So if this stuff wasn't true, or if this isn't true, well, you're living a great life, aren't you? I mean, you don't worry all the time, you know. You kind of always look at the bright side, you know. You, you kind of deal with pain a little bit. You, you, you forgive people and let them go. I mean, if this, is, if this isn't real, you, you know, you, you kind of go through life kind of peaceful. And if it's not real, you... you you're not arrogant and you're not, you're not horrible people out here in the, street, in the street. I mean, if it's not real, but man, so, you, so if it's not real, you, you're still okay. I mean, this fake belief you have has benefited your life. But is it, if it is real, everybody you love who don't believe it is screwed. And because we have witnesses that it is. We can fly. A friend of mine wants me to go to Jerusalem next year. I might go. I think everybody probably needs to go. It probably helps your faith. Show me where Jesus actually was. We can go see where he was. If I go, I'll take some of you with me. Let's go. Let's go see where he was. Got hands, okay? I'll make sure we go. So what am I saying? Well... Don't have Jesus come tell you about Jesus when you're disbelieving. Just trust the word. Hallelujah. Father, we give you glory and praise, and we thank you, Lord, for your presence amongst us. Thank you for uh, your word, God, that we just love to read. Thank you, God, that we realize that every word is true, that it was written by men, but they had to be inspired by you. So we thank you and praise you for the events of the Bible we pray that we can utilize them surviving the world today. And we promise that all glory and praise will be yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Must do